and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 54. I'm your host with the most hours in Starfield. Not really, because my man Pete has actually been playing. Spoiler alert, but hopefully everybody's doing great. Do me a favor before we lock in. Tell somebody you love me because you never know what somebody is going through, man. And on this podcast, we talk about everything in all gaming, from news to weird video games and our personal reviews on the latest titles that come out. On the right... I have one of my bestest friends of all time, man. He's the one that keeps the podcast lively, keeps the energy going. My biggest hater, not ghost stories. Peter, how you doing today, buddy? Still hating, dude. Still dude. hating. Forever yeah. hating. I have a couple things on my mind, actually. Mm-hmm. What's up? Let me, see, let me hear a few of them. Uh, first thing, the LEDs in my monitor went out on the left side. So Terrible. I've got Terrible. this cool black and white cookie effect going on. Terrible. That's a major bummer. Out of nowhere. Uh, we started Starfield today. Uh, we got the chef going. If you guys don't know what that is, check oh, out you Twitter. Should've, you should have sent me a picture, man. I would have loved to post it on there. But I'm just so proud That's of you that you're, you're, on your, you're on your Starfield journey, man. How does it feel? Like, Does it feel good to you? Are you enjoying your uh, your experiences so far? Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot smoother and plays a lot better than uh, one of the other games we're going to be talking about today, yes. uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, it's so far, so good. I don't. I, I think the uh, the ratings as of late have been a little unfair to it. Um, I think it's closer to what it was kind of rated at toward the beginning uh, at launch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of details. There's a lot of stuff to loot uh it plays like a bethesda game feels like a bethesda game which could be um, good or bad honestly yeah i mean we we kind of touched on it uh right as right before we started the show uh of just like like the space aesthetic how popular is it really like do people love games in space it's, I, there's just not as many as you know in, in a fantasy world so mm-hmm. You know, do you think reviews are set up poorly from the beginning because people just don't like being in space? Like, I would love to dive into just space games in so, general. I don't know. Here's my here's my thing with the dude, like, um, kind of just getting into, like, kind of like a personal thing between, like, mm-hmm. me, the way I see things. Like, I love doing reviews. I love talking about reviews. We obviously do it on the show. But, like, obviously, like, even to the viewers and everybody here, man, take reviews with a grain of salt because, honestly, something that I might not like might be your favorite game. Something right. Pete might not like might be your favorite game. I might really like some. Pete might really hate it. It's just all about your preference of what you do. That's why you play games. It's uh, it's our job to kind of like give you the rundown of like what to expect in the game, though. You feel like I'll give you examples and show you stuff like that. So like when it comes to Starfield, man, um, it's all about what you make it because obviously it's an RPG. It's a role playing game. You take a role, you play the game, and you figure out what you're going to do, what fact, what fraction you're going to be a part of, what uh, subclasses you're going to have, and classes, and how you're really gonna control your guy and the decisions that you make so i could definitely see how like that game might not be fitting to people who don't have an imagination but people that have an imagination the world is their oyster with starfield all right um, yeah if you if you rp a little bit i mean if you feel like this is my character i'm gonna stick to what i have designed this character around like um you know like the chef character so i picked the chef class or whatever and, uh, you know, his starting skills or his specs are, you know, dueling and like cooking food and doing and doing all that stuff. Um, I'm going to try to do that the most and stick to that, right. like stick to that style of play. If you kind of like lock yourself into what the character is supposed to be based on the talents and traits that you pick, um, right. it can be for me. That's like 
it helps me because I'm really bad with open world games. So if I can keep my path linear, it saves it like makes it much easier for me to play through. Right. Um, whereas like some people are like, I want to do whatever I want. I'm like, man, I need to like stick to a script. Otherwise, I just yeah. get, I get overwhelmed and then I stop playing. I get it. I get it, man, because it is big and it is an overwhelming game with millions and millions of missions, side quests, or just like a lot of dialogue in general. So if you're not invested into it, I can understand how it could be a draining process. Yeah. Um, I'm just liking the uh, the positivity out of you today. I mean, hopefully this kind of continues on with the show. Hopefully you have it your coffee. It won't. It like, won't. Like, I feel like, like last episode we kicked things off and you were just like so like, I wouldn't say negative, but at the same time, bro, you were just like... You were letting it fly. Like, I was fired up last week. That was, that was a so different sorry. Pete than we usually see. Like, usually I was fired Pete, up. Usually Pete's a little quiet on the other mm. end of the mic. I feel like Pete's really quiet, and sometimes he doesn't really, like, he wants to say it, and you can tell he's kind of just like, hey, and then, like, yes, last episode, he just let that thing fly, and y'all loved it here, man, so... Uh, let's see what Pete we get today, man. But um, yeah, dude, I've been playing a lot of games too. I've been playing uh Solar Ash actually. That uh, one of our members of Know Your News actually we talked about it, and this kind of goes back to the fact that like um, take what reviews with a grain of salt because I played Solar Ash this week and I'm almost done with it. And Rob said he hated the game, but it's actually one of my favorite games on the Game Pass right now. Uh, I think it's just the the indie uh, the indie thing to me. I think it's so mysterious, uh, but it also plays very well, and it also kind of plays like one of my favorite games, uh, being like Sonic the Hedgehog, kind of like that three D north and south movement with a little bit of platforming. That stuff just kind of like gets the juices flowing. It just gets me gets me excited. So uh, having a game like that touched me a little bit more than it might touch you but like i i have a good time doing that and then also we've been able to get back on the sea of stars grind so yes uh, which i started this week as well sea of stars guys is like one of the better jrpg games that is out right now and it's on game pass like i just don't know why not everybody is playing it right now it's I think amazing it's yeah it's i think this barrier to entry is really nice too it's it's not like crazy overwhelming with like typically jrpgs or there's just like so much to get through and stuff it it feels uh it, like it would be like a perfect one to start with if you've never played one before right. in my opinion uh for the ones that i've played so it's it, the barrier entries is, is very nice and it's super colorful um super smooth the, the turn-based combat is still kind of in real time because yes. you can um you can affect your abilities in real time as you've like selected them versus you click the button the effect happens then it goes to the next person you can actually interact with with the movement that you're doing which is right. i've never really seen before which is cool yeah uh sea of stars is just it's 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 a whole new thing and i i love it i love the characters i love the dialogue it's well the, made uh, it's very it's well something, made. it has that dave the diver art style too yeah you know? it's yeah. kind of like the pixely like I, I recommended it to my brother, and this is a true story, and then we'll kind of get into the show. I uh, was talking. My brother's like, I just need something to play. I just need a game to play that's going to have a little bit of action, a little bit of something to do. Um, even though this didn't really fit the, like, the requirements of what he wanted, I was like, yo, Sea of Stars is a really good game. I was like, it's a like story game. I was like, you can go through it. And he's like, man, he's like, all these pixels. He's like, this game looks like it's from 19. And I'm like, I was like, that's the point, though. I was like, Good. that's just, that's an art style. It plays way better than that. Like, I think much is realizing like that type of art style is just it's a decision and sometimes it turns out to be a really good decision because some of my favorite games look like that and it, it's so easy to run on like a calculator that you can just right, do it, you right. know what i'm saying like 
makes it available for everybody to play. But Dave, Dave is a perfect example of that. Dave, I think Sea of Stars is a good example Dave of that too. The freaking diver. Um, again, thank you guys all for being here, man. If you guys are new here or you guys are returning, man, we always uh appreciate all the bodies and all the returners, man. Uh, before we kick off our show, I do recommend if you guys want to help support the show, make sure you guys leave a like, comment, all that stuff. Uh, participate within the show, man. Let us know what you guys like, what you guys didn't like. All uh, we go live every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern to talk about everything weird games and our gaming taste so uh thank you all for being here uh pete uh my biggest hater i'm gonna go ahead and let you kick it off with the uh the question of the day real quick go ahead and uh, let the people hear about it question of the day today for you uh with the switch 2 being announced what changes would you like to see improvements things to keep the same uh things that you want to see change completely from what you have uh which with what you have currently um i'm a recent switch owner so most likely won't have as much uh input or uh you know thought behind it but wanted to ask you right if the switch 2 came out tomorrow what would encourage you into buying it or what would discourage you from buying um okay so here's the thing with me is i'm kind of going to twist your uh question around a little bit because the thing i love about the switch is that it's different than all the other consoles it's a it's meant whether you see it or not like yes it has a dock form it is the system that is used to take on the go so honestly the switch 2 has to keep that same factor and formability for me to enjoy it um i think the switch 2 is the perfect size i really don't need like a super super big screen especially if it's going to be portable and i also just it need I, it needs to be backwards compatible for me it needs to have a little bit more juice in it. I don't know how you're going to fit it in a handheld, a handheld console like that. Um, I hopefully they could figure that out, but that's majorly the things for me. Like I want backwards compatibility. I want, I wanted to be able to run those games that they wanted to put on the switch. Like one of them that we're going to be talking about in this episode with red dead two, uh, that just recently got announced. Uh, but like even the ones that released like mortal Kombat one, red dead one, um overwatch uh, a lot of these games that they decided to put on the switch they they just look really bad and they just can't perform in the way that they really want to um and i think if they want to get into that market of being able to put out these games on their system and be a contender for where they people will buy their game they need to be able to run these games on the on the switch too personally mm. so let me know what you think I, size wise i think it's perfect size i think the oled screen for yes. me and that's when i started with that's like if you go any bigger i mean eventually we don't want to be holding it you know like uh you're getting the frame yeah. i don't want to be holding it like this that's, so like I, it's it's a good it's a good size and length I've for me seen, i've seen so many people say like that they would love to have a bigger switch but like why like it's perfect to just throw in your backpack i like right. the joy cons the way they are i see people with these really big hoary uh joy pads that are built like an xbox controller i mean if you're into it like that but nintendo switch gaming for me is just more of a casual thing like right. i'm gonna pull up sit on the couch and i'm just gonna like not sweat and i'm just gonna lay down and just play like they're on grays if you're trying to play comp down. of if you're trying to play comp of any game like on the nintendo switch you better like be docking that thing you better be playing with a controller that's a different story but if we're taking this thing on the go Keep it the way it is, man. Uh, Joy-Cons, don't, oh, that's the thing, too. No Joy-Con drift. They need to fix that. Nintendo. Yeah, I would also like the Joy-Cons to sit into the console instead of uh, that's instead of like putting them um, 
loading them from the top down. I would like them to load from the bottom up because when I'm holding the switch, usually I'm like lean back and gravity is pulling that thing down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it always feels like they're straining to stay in there. Like the screen's just going to fall out of the, like that's the feeling I get all the time. <laughs> I want them to load from the bottom up, not right. from the top down. I get it. I get it for sure. Yeah. I think that'd be my change. A lot, a lot more processing power. Uh, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, even though I don't think they should make games like Red Dead for the Switch, but whatever, dude. I would like to see it though, man. I'd like to have an option because there are some of these games that are like, like it might be an Xbox title or maybe a PlayStation title, and it later gets released on the Switch, and it may give you that portability to have to play something on the go because the game is that good to play on the go. Like some games shouldn't be meant for the Switch. I agree. Like Mortal Kombat. But I do also agree at the same time, like games, I don't know, off the top of my head, just games that you could just casually do things like Sea of Stars. I don't think that game was definitely de- technically built for the Switch, but I think it's a perfect Switch game. Uh, I, Octo- Octopath Traveler, I feel yeah, like that could great Switch be, game. Great you know Switch what I'm game. saying? Um, that's kind of how I see it on my end. I, don't yeah. know. I think those games port perfectly, to be honest. Dave, Dave the Diver will be a good one to, to see, see how well it does. That one too. Yeah. Let me know what you guys think the, uh, that would make you want to buy the Switch 2 right off the bat. Uh, before we get into our first topic, you know Nictana covers the games that are coming out this week, and there is definitely a lot of good ones, so definitely keep your eye on a lot of these games. Um, Tangle Tower is one that you shouldn't keep your eye on, honestly. <laughs> that comes up with <laughs> iOS and Android. Um, <laughs> The next one that you uh, you guys definitely should check out is Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Their DLC, Phantom Liberty, came out for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and It's S doing and very PC. well. It's doing very, very well. well. It's, uh, it's actually doing better than Starfield, and the only reason I compare it to that is because they're both the same genre of game. Uh, but it's nice to see Cyberpunk kind of getting back into what the game was supposed to be and everybody back on train with the Cyberpunk feel. Uh, so definitely something that's going to be on my playlist. Uh, El Paso Everywhere is going to be on the Xbox X and S. Um, Mineko's Night Market, I've been actually seeing a lot of. It's by Humble Games. It's going to be on the Switch and PC, kind of a cozy game. Uh, My Time at Sandrock is going to be for the PS5 and Xbox. Uh, Palo Pines, uh, that game is going to be for the PS5, Xbox X and S. Uh, Infinity Stretch, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die comes out for the PS5, Xbox X and S. That comes out tomorrow. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, the Final Horizon, the DLC for the newest Sonic game. That will be coming out tomorrow for the PS5, Xbox X, and S. Uh, Cocoon is a game that's going to be on Game Pass. That game is only an Xbox exclusive as of now. That comes out Friday. And um, EA Sports FC 24 actually comes out for the PS5, Xbox X, and S. And that comes out Friday as well, so a lot of decent games, man. I'm I'm really excited for that uh the cocoon game. The cocoon game looks really freaking good. It's gonna be a game on Game Pass. It kind of reminds me a lot of uh Solar Ashes uh art style, and I can't wait to see how that game's gonna play. Hopefully, it's a short little game. You can kind of get through it really fast and just have a good time. That's what Game Pass is the majority of. It's like that yeah. four to four to fifteen hour. It's so perfect for indie games. Like, week, I feel like yeah. if you if you are an indie developer, you should try and put your game on Game Pass. It's the best way to just give it a shot, especially with cloud gaming. You don't even have to download the game anymore. Yeah, you're just yeah. you're just odd. Yeah. So I think I might skip Paleo Pines. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I just spit everywhere. I hate you. <laughs> Paleo Pines. Yeah, that's uh, <sighs> that one definitely wasn't on my list, but uh, you never know. It's out there for somebody. Hey, Amen. 
Let me know yes. what you guys are picking yep. up, man. Oh, it's dinosaur. It's dinosaur cozy. Uh, getting into our first topic of the day, we kind of already led our question of the day uh, with this, but the first topic is Red Dead Redemption 2 is heading to the Switch. And this was released by <laughs> IGN. <laughs> I'll tell you, bro. I'm a, I'm a Photoshop <laughs> demon. He didn't believe me. He was sitting here talking to me the whole time, and he told me I, I can't do it. Always that face, though. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two, <laughs> the Nintendo Switch rating was spotted in Brazil. Uh, this comes by Victoria on Euro Eurogamer. Um, yeah, it's been reported that this game has been rated for, uh, the Nintendo switch in Brazil. I have the screenshots right here, which means that this game is definitely coming for the, to the Nintendo switch. And we kind of been very, very open about the first one that came out. And it's kind of crazy that they're already leaks of this, the second one coming out because the first one literally just came out not that long ago. And the reviews that it's getting and the people that are very unhappy of that $50 price tag, you can already imagine that they want to slap a $60 price tag on this thing, kind of copy and paste it. It's going to run terribly. And I just don't know what is, what is the strap behind this Pete? Like why do money? Why is rockstar games? This is, this is literally easy. This, this is just like a cash grab to them. Like this is the easiest amount of money they can make. And they're just like putting absolutely zero effort. We've seen it with the definitive edition to GTA. They literally put that out, and the game ran like garbage. It was just just a copy and paste, and it was awful. It was just straight up bad. And now they think they can do it with the first Red Dead Redemption. Bad reviews. A game that's, what, 10 years old maybe, and that it still couldn't function on the Switch? What what is your... your, your This isn't made for the Switch, and it's, it's... It's a money grab, 100%. And, uh, you know, they were quoted as saying it's an excellent fit for the hardware. And no, it's not. No, like, no, No. it's not. That's not what it's made for. Like, if you ask ask people to say, hey, what's a game made for the Switch? You say, all you have to do is look at games and you can decide instantly if that's what it's made for. Red, like, what? Give me a Rockstar game that belongs on the Switch. The answer should be zero. That's not what they're there for. They they make giant open world games that have a shelf life of a decade yeah. because of modding and everything like that. Like who, like no one's sitting down to casually play GTA on my, on your switch, like an hour before bed. No. It's just not, that's not what it's for. It's not what it's made no, for. And, like, and, and forcing it is a joke, especially because they're going to charge full price again for a game. that's also, come out. Let's also put into consideration what a lot of people do with these. Uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to do GTA for an example, even though it is a red dead topic. Think about the GTA, the role-playing stuff that they do, the mods and everything else, that's pretty taxing on some computers where some people, like, even if they want to stream it, they knew they need two PCs to run that, a streaming PC and a gaming PC. Right. Uh, that's stuff that you're not going to want to do on your Switch or you could even do on your Switch. This is just base if you want to play the base game on the go. And, like, and if you are trying to play online with this, I mean, you're already in Wi-Fi anyways. I just don't think it's a it's a fit at all. For what they were trying to do and even the older games where it was just the story like it just had so many freaking bugs and they slapped a 60 dollars price tag on it and it was one of the worst poorly reviewed games of last year it just did not 
have the expectations that it should have. Like, and I don't know if they're really learning their lesson. I mean, technically, we've watched the footage on Red Dead, and a lot of us can honestly say that it's just it doesn't look great. And it looks like the effort was pretty much close to none uh, for this situation. So um, Rockstar, I feel like, really isn't is really you could tell that they're out there for the money. Like, I honestly feel that, which kind of sucks to say. Like, I don't like just kind of calling out stuff like that. But I just like look at how you see it, man. It's you can kind of say the same thing with like EA. You you already know when it comes to like EA games, like they're not very shy or they're not very like. They're pretty aggressive about their money transactions towards like certain things about packs, about skins, DLC, and uh, Rockstar. I feel like is the same way because think of the how many times GTA has actually been released. It's been released for the original Xbox, like the current gen Xbox. Then they had an X Gen. Then they had DLCs. Then they had this and that. Then they came out with the the rockstar plus or the uh, the gta plus card that gets you like certain amount of money each month or something like i they they have been straying away from making a gta 6 or any type of new game in a fairly fairly long time i have to look up the date where red dead 2 actually got released because i'm pretty sure it's a decent amount of time as well yeah let me look that up red dead 2 release date it was it, 2018, so... I mean, yeah, okay, so what? That's five years ago, which isn't, like, a super long time. We're not going to see Red Dead 3 for another five four years. years after yeah. that. Yeah, I, I would uh, safely say, because people are still playing the second one now, and if they're still trying to push out the second one for the Switch, they're going to try and see if that works as fast as possible. But... <laughs> Like, when do you learn? Like, when does this become a learning experience? Because the first one that you did didn't get taken. It got taken very poorly. And that's not a stretch to say, right? That's it's, definitely it's not like, a stretch to say. No, no. I, I think it's more of like a winner. We, the consumer, are going to learn. So they're going to put it out. And they're going to put it out at full price for a game that's been out for five years on a console that it's not going to work on. And then people are going to buy it. And then the reviews are going to be bad. And there's going to be like a really small group of people who are like, oh, there's some problems, but, you know, we can work through it. And you're like, stop, stop, stop putting the money into it. It's not it, – I don't I don't understand. Like the support team for this is going to be – they're just going to – like they're sitting in the meeting and they're trying to have – you know, they're trying to, to port this over. And they're just like, this is – like why are we doing this? This is such a waste of time time and effort and it's gonna will, be bad and they're just gonna release it anyway i will kind of say though for it coming out for the switch for the way that we're kind of treating the graphics and stuff like that it did score on metacritic in 83 out of 100 that's kind of on par for like what starfield is was for the xbox so that's, that's what they not, had red dead rated is it 83 out of 100 so that's not on the switch yeah that's not completely terrible honestly um that's fake it's fake Dude, we okay. saw it. We looked at it. There's no shot. There's no like, shot. You could just tell that the graphics just aren't there. I think that's just what us as a consumer and us as gamers, we've seen Red Dead and how it looks on the PlayStation, on the Xbox, and the amount of detail, attention to detail is what they show in the other consoles. They have to take some of that stuff out for it to be able to run on the Switch. And when you don't see it, you kind of instantly just kind of def- face that it's bad. Right. Um. But, I mean, it could be out there for someone. Let let us know what you guys think about Red Dead Redemption 2, if it's something that you're going to play on the Switch, um, because it is coming. And um, 
hopefully it hopefully it does well i mean i like to, i would like to see these games do well on the switch because then it's then we can see more of our favorite games on on the go so i'd rather have them wait until switch 2 like i'd almost have them rather Red just Dead wait 2 for on that. the switch 2 that's I what mean, i'm saying technically it could be i mean the switch 2 got announced for like 2024 or something so i mean technically it could be a while until we get it technically just the rain the the rating came out they could put right. they could wait as long as they want it's not like oh this is coming out this summer like they just we just know that it's coming out so technically it can be when the switch 2 comes on if it is that's even better because then it will be a lot more liable for the switch right mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see We'll see. Uh, one thing that we did see is that if you guys didn't know, uh, this is our second topic of the day. PlayStation got hacked again. <laughs> again. If you guys don't remember back in like around 2011, I'm pretty sure. 20, 2011. Yep. It was 2011. Uh, Sony got hacked by um, a company and it's, it's happening again by, um, I think it's called Ransom or like, Ransomware. Ransomware group. Claims to have successfully yeah. breached Sony Group and is threatening to sell a cache of data stolen from Japanese company. What what is what does Sony got to do? Like they got to like they got to upgrade their security. This is the second freaking time, man. And they these guys are not playing around. They're threatening to sell this information, this data, unless something gets done. They are like held hostage right now. Now it's kind of unclear of exactly what Sony is going to do, but. Oh my gosh, it is just not good at all. That's so like I mean that's a major crime. No, so, really? So like what do you do? Like do you do you call the do you call the police? Like is there a higher these guys, these Is there guys, like a higher group of of police, you know, like a police group that what's the FBI over there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Right. This, who you this, hire? Is my, this is my thing. If they're smart enough to figure out how to hack Sony, they're smart enough to probably like find a way to hide their identity and to hide where they're at. Right. Yeah. Well, f- first of all, like what kind of data are we talking about? Does anyone know? Has anyone connect- connected with this group? It somewhere? claims to be a secure <laughs> solution for addressing data security vulnerabilities within companies and also to be operating in quotes in strict compliance with GDPR and data privacy laws. In cases where payment is not received, we are obligated to report a data privacy law violation to the GTPR agency, the group says. Uh, so, like, so Sony's the one that gets punished for the leak, correct? Yeah. That's crazy that they get attacked. Now they're in trouble. And then what happens to the, the you know, the anonymous group here? I don't know. No, this would never I, happen to Xbox. Well, we don't know. What, what, I, I, don't I haven't know. seen it happen to Xbox at all. Um, Sony initially estimated the Ooh. hack would cost it more than $100 million, and it was forced to apologize not only to players, but developers whose game launches were disrupted or whose online services were left unavailable. That's what happened in 2011, when about 77 million accounts being compromised and the service is being taken offline for 23 days. Does anybody else remember that? Whoa, remember. 23 you re- days? You don't remember that? There were some accounts that just couldn't play. In 2011? Well, I never had a PlayStation, so in 2011? 
Dude, 23 days is crazy. That was, that was the PlayStation 3. How did they resolve it? Did I they pay remember. the ransom? Did they send him a letter with like cutout letters from magazines and stuff? I absolutely, I honestly forgot. I honestly didn't even know the situation at hand, even when I was at that age, because I was probably in 2011. That would have been quick math. That's 12 years ago. I would have been 15, 14 years old. I didn't even quite understand what was going on at the time. People like um, hacking was like a like a fake word back then. I feel be like, oh, we got hacked. I'm like, what does that mean? Like they know your password? Like what does that mean? You know, the thirty uh, to Sony's third party publishing partner Trenton said in quotes, "I know that out the out the outage has been costly. We wouldn't be where we are without you." He added, "We are committed more than ever to making sure PlayStation experience is entertaining and secure for everybody." Uh, so hopefully they can get this resolved, man. I just want to give you guys a highlight if you guys do have a PS5 or if you guys have any type of Sony stuff that uh, to be aware, kind of keep your eye on this information to see where it escalates to. That's basically all it is. Luckily, I don't have a PlayStation account. Actually, that's not true. Dude, probably, my PS5 has been collecting so much dust, that's not even funny. Play Jack and Daxter back. It was so good. Yeah, but that would be for an older PlayStation, unless I buy it online, but... Dude, it's just been sitting there. Like, I've just been staring at it menacingly. I just, I've just been looking at it. <laughs> but there ain't really nothing to play right now. I'm just, uh, what? We got, we got Spider Man 2 coming out in about like 30 days. So we on top. Once, once Spider Man uh, 2, once Spider Man 2 comes out and I get my Spider Man outfit in the mail and I just wear it every show until I beat it, then we're, then we'll gonna, be good with It's going to be like eight months. Stuff. You telling me I don't beat my games? Like eight to twelve months, probably. Anyway, that's a conservative guess. I'm just gonna go on to the next topic, bro. You're ignorant. You're just it's not right. You're just not over right. over under on a year. <laughs> I'm going over. Anyway, next topic. What's up? I will beat that game <laughs> so fast now. I'm honestly just like triggered. You will never I, finish the that game, game. The game's gonna be ten hours. That game's gonna be like twenty five. I bet. 100% it. 100% it? Yeah, 100%. Inside a year. I can do it in three months. I'll take that bet. I take You'll that take bet. that bet? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So what happens when I win the bet? What are, you, what are your terms? 100% every trophy, Spider-Man in three months, every, right? F- every trophy? That's 100%. That's what that now, is. I, I think I could be able to find all the extra stuff in the world. I don't Every trophy, that's a different... That's 100% in the game. Uh, I can't take you on that, bro. What? <laughs> Three months? Three months. Dude, I've been playing Sea of Stars for the past, like, three months. Like, Jesus. <laughs> it's a 10-hour game. I haven't been able to beat Madden 24 yet. You want me to beat this? So outrageous. Can you beat Madden on a certain end? That's why we can't get the reviews. He never beats games. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> Tim, I beat my games. It just takes a little bit longer, bro. I mean, I just like, cause I'll play the games, but then like I'll play and then I'll be like mid nap on the couch. As excuse me, Sea Stars is twenty seven hours. All right, you're right. Let me know what you guys think about Sony being hacked. Uh, <laughs> getting into our next topic, um, this topic is by. Let me see the. Da, 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 da. This is by HT Tech over at. Um, well, I guess it's just HD Tech. I think it's probably the, I don't know, this article. Uh, but they're saying GTA 6 could be the most expensive video game ever. 
Um, and I kind of wanted to bring this up because GTA is been spending a lot of money on this game and a lot of time, and they have a lot of people working on this game. I would not be surprised if this game is like an $80 game. Not even. I feel like this game could be an $100 game, and I the- think they they will not strike. I think they people will not pay. They'll still pay. They'll still pay. They'll still I think pay. this game. I, I think it will still sell for a hundred. They could charge. Crazy for me they could charge a hundred. So the article says they're at, they're estimating whatever that means for them. If you get like whatever the collector's edition is, some it could be like a hundred fifty plus dollars mm-hmm. for the full title. And you got to think up front. You're like that's a crazy sticker price, but. Then you think, okay, well, how long has GTA 6 been popular? Or GTA 5 been popular? A long time. So you go, okay, we'll divide that by, let's say, seven years. Is that worth it? Yeah, I think so. If you have 500, 500 plus hours on that for 150 bucks, that's a lot of entertainment. If you sit there and play it, but someone needs to say, people probably spend 500 hours on Madden too. Yeah. And but they're unhappy. I think the GTA people are happy. <laughs> and uh, also, that GTA Six is uh they're being they're working with modders and stuff now too. So that's now so that smart, dude. Now that, that is they're such a good move. Modders and they hired them for part of the team, and they're just gonna add it into a feature into the game. That's such just, a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think so it's smart. just gonna like make it easier for people to do the role playing stuff on the game, which is straight up just huge. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love to see that for them. And I love to see the group that actually is sitting there getting paid for it now. And is actually working with the team. Um, even and then listening that, to the community. Though, yeah. Even though rockstar banned them like at first, or they, I think they did something where they banned them or some sort of shit. And I remember just, that. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we, we did talk about that. And then they okay. just straight up just hired them to work on the game. Uh, if right. you guys don't know, uh, it seems like the estimated amount from this article is they're saying that, uh, Development for this game cost about two hundred fifty to three hundred million dollars, which that is a crazy price tag because you got to think of like the story, the main character. That was GTA all- Five. That was GTA Five. That's not GTA yeah. Six. No. Whoa. And okay, the most. I did ex- not see that. I thought it yeah. was GTA Six. Oh, they said the estimated budget was between one to two billion for GTA Six. <laughs> like that's so what? nuts. Imagine if that game flopped, though. It can't, it's not gonna, right? That has to be the... I feel like that's, like, one of the smarter things that they could do is spend that much money on the game because it's gonna be successful. I think... Look how many people are still playing GTA Five. I know. It's insane, dude. And so, something that I did read in there, assuming articles is accurate, they were saying the most expensive active game, which is technically still in development, is Star Citizen, which is closer to, to half a billion. And I just feel like GTA six is going to be bigger than that. Like, do, could you see it? Could you see it being the, the largest open world game on the market outside of star citizen? The, I'm assuming what is no man's sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the 2032 switch port for GTA six. It's going to be <laughs> sick, dude. The I'm going to turn on the switch, load it up and it's just going to melt in my hands. Just You're just going to hear a switch. <laughs> It comes with a fan stuff. I that <laughs> the number doesn't even make sense. No, the number That's does a, not even make sense. No. But I, I love to see it. I th- I feel like a lot of games could take like this strategy though for sure because even if the the game 
the game is for sure to be a hit i feel like so if you just put a bunch of money in it and you say this game is gonna last you like 15 years like if you divide that money by 15 years then you kind of get what you make for just like a game that you would release every two to three years uh so it's not rare at all and if you put a lot of money into this game and you could do a lot of extra stuff and like the game has already been fun for gta 5 with all the extra stuff you do with the role playing sorry excuse me the role playing the actual campaign people actually really do enjoy the campaign um and it was very interesting to them with the different characters that are involved and um stuff like that they have like all the vehicles the custom vehicles that you could do so there's just there's plenty of stuff that you could do to the game and it's kind of like that that starfield mentality which i don't think gta was kind of meant for that but i think they're trying to lean towards that now um and starfield it was meant to be a role-playing open world game with like gta like they made it open world but now they're kind of putting the hacking elements into it or i want to say hacking i'm sorry hacking is a bad word the modding that where you could like role play and do whatever you want you could enter different servers with different people and you could play different roles and um i definitely i definitely like the way that they're uh the approach that they're taking yeah yeah i mean if you put a billion dollars into a game i'm expecting it's gonna be pretty fun mm-hmm. i'd expect yeah so expect to play expect to pay a healthy amount of money for uh this gta i mean <laughs> start saving I, up now start saving i'm, I'm up guessing now. it's gonna be a hundred bucks i'm not gonna lie to you guys it's gonna be a hundred dollar game and i think people will still buy it wow and if if Xbox finds a way to put it on Game Pass, it's gonna sell so many. Because Xbox, because GTA Five is on Game Pass right now. Is it really? So imagine if they found a way to get GTA Six on the Game Pass. That's. Yeah. I feel like that itself could sell Xboxes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because if it's one hundred fifty bucks and they keep the ten dollar ten dollar a month, uh, you could play it for over a year. And still be under the the purchase price, right? Oh my gosh! Let me know when you guys are gonna get your wallets ready for uh, GTA Six. Um, getting into the uh, the last topic of the day and our main topic, we're gonna be talking about a game that me and Peter uh, both played over the weekend. I played this game Saturday. He played this game today. Um, and it was a game that we really had a bunch of high expectations for that we thought was going to be really great. Um, and I think it still has the potential to be great when they fix it. But I mean, before I really get into details, we're going to be talking about, uh, payday three, (laughs) uh, payday three just recently came out, uh, within this last week. Um, it's on the Xbox game pass. So if you do have Xbox game pass, you guys could definitely play this. Uh, if not, it is actually a $40 price tag. If you want to get it on steam. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. I'd have to double check. Yeah, but it's, it's, on either on, it's either on Xbox and Steam. I know it's not for the PlayStation at all. Um, and basically, the whole concept of the game is you basically want to um, you are you and four of your friends or three of your friends. You guys are robbers. You guys, your whole objective is to rob banks, uh, basically hold hostages, heist. You're basically doing what you would see in a, like a robbery movie. Uh, basically so a lot of the times you'll load into a mission you got to sneak around you got to lock pick locks um you got to hold hostages and trade them for extra money you have to loot the bank you have to uh obviously defend yourself from certain police officers that are in the game uh put the money in the van stuff like that um in this game 
it's we played it and i would definitely say that um it's it's it could be a very very good game um i i i generally just like the whole concept of you and three other friends a lot of random cops pile in and that you could sit there and basically have to strategize your way of getting the most money as physically possible uh when the game worked so one of the problems with the game honestly was that the game for me it the matchmaking was just terrible uh trying to find into a game trying to load into a game which is bad i had me and three other people that i were playing with and by the end of the night we couldn't even load into a game and we had a full team just the matchmaking part of it of you having to be online if the servers were messed up it would not load you into an actual match so meaning for you can't play the actual game um and that's a big no-no for me uh but i'm gonna go ahead and kick it off to pete and kind of get into his experience with everything and how he felt uh on hand before i give you guys a rambling of what the game could do better so pete how'd you feel about payday 3 honestly um let me tell you this the moment i installed payday 3 i had to sign up for multiple online accounts just dude Dude, thank you. Thank you for messaging that. But before <laughs> we get into that, no, nah, I'm kidding. I just want to, I just, I really want to embarrass you right now. Guys, Pete is so bad at this game. All right. I need to show you this. Okay. Before we get into it, he made a very good point. All right. I want you guys to look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Actually, uh, okay. It, it, it played anyway. <laughs> Bro, the whole objective is to sit there and sneak in. This man puts mask on. Boom. Look at everybody. They're freaking out. This man just doesn't care. This dude is like, I'm never hiring him to rob a bank at all. That is just, that is just blasphemous. Like I, uh, bro, I wish I would have pulled up the discord message. I sent him. I'm sitting here editing this, these footages. Cause I, I have to edit the footage for the show. And the first message I said, I'm editing this. And the first message I sent him after spending 20 minutes going through his footage, I was like, just watch your payday three footage. I was like, you bro, you suck. I was like, you are terrible. Bro, I didn't know it was Jess, stealth. In fact, it bro says, said, bro it said, says, yep. <laughs> it said stealth your way in or going guns blazing. I said, mask I just, on, grenade in, let's do this. Yeah, I just, okay, so I don't understand the fact, too. If you look at here, he, he puts mask the mask on. on I didn't, re- I didn't, re- I didn't record it, but he actually cut the tape off, like as he was gonna sneak in through the window, but just uh, chucked a grenade in there. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to show that uh, perfect he, headshot. But as uh, as I solely interrupted you, I'll go ahead and say my take, and then you can go back and continue. But that's honestly me being a, a hater. I just want to be a hater for you. Watching but, that back, I'm definitely gonna put that on as like a short and TikTok later. So, <laughs> but uh, so like. The, the, that was the first thing with me too is i'm thinking as soon as i load into the game i'm gonna be able to get in my character customize my classes everything but that no they make you go ahead and they you have to make an account with starbreeze i don't understand why i'm guessing it's because it's an only online thing right away Right, right away. away before you can load in anything i get it it's probably an always online thing that you have to do that you because redfall was the same thing but your your game already drops like two points if i have to do that that's not being being lazy that's just me saying like if if companies can get away with this then every company is going to think that they could have them sign up for their their emailing list and oh you got to make an account because 
We did it with Exoprimal. Exoprimal sucked. We did it with Redfall. Redfall ended up sucking. And now we did it with this game that actually ended up pretty bad. Honestly. <laughs> so um go ahead Wait, and you say said that. Pretty bad. That was actually still terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, for me, I any game that I I'm always annoyed immediately if the very first thing that I have to do is create an online account with your company. Uh, so when you load into the game, you have to immediately um, create an account, uh, which is already a major turnoff for me. Uh, I'm going to start with the bad. Uh, why do I have to create accounts to play? And I think it speaks to what you were talking about, where it's online only. I think that's a problem in itself, especially reading reviews about previous paydays. I've watched payday be played before, but... Um, it sounds like the online only mode is not a normal mode or at least not normal for the games in the past. Um, it sounds like people had options in the previous game. So to have only online is a little frustrating. Um, I had immediate frame rate, frame tearing, frame drops. I'll say I, I installed uh, Starfield, which is a much larger game, loaded it straight in. I've had zero issues with the frames. Um, I had immediate frame, immediate frame drops, uh, screen tearing, and everything in payday. The moment I, the moment I loaded into the first mission, uh, the connection issues are bad. Uh, I loaded in by myself and turned off like any public lobby or whatever. I was like, All right, I just want to try it out. And I'm assuming there's bots. There are bots, but there was a load time to load in with bots. How is that not instant? Uh, like, b- what bots are loading in? That part I, I, I didn't understand. Um, the, the XP system, as I understand it, and what I looked at is you don't actually get XP for doing things. So um, it's a challenge system, which I think is going to be extremely grindy. And I, I, I think people are going to be seriously turned off by that. So, for example, if you have a challenge of to gain XP, your challenge is to complete this mission on the hardest difficulty. That means you could get all the way to the end, and fail the mission like right at the end and then you get zero xp from that yeah so you've just played for 35 minutes and you got nothing out of it because you didn't complete the challenge you can have the challenges but why am i not getting xp for like completing tasks or um doing you know like doing things in the mission or in the game as i'm going it's only completing challenges where you actually gain xp so you could be a super hardcore like player but and it also locks you into doing things that you don't want to it's like oh you gotta get x amount of kills with a shotgun you're like i don't play with shotguns i don't want to do that but you have to if you want the xp and that's it's not really that great Um, Uh, so it's got like a super laborious xp system um i think that's gonna be taken really really poorly um i will kind of double check you on like the whole xp thing and like having to do challenges and stuff like that I don't think that necessarily like really turns me off or makes me mad because at the same time they do that in order for you to change the different play style that you have to play. You may not want to do with shotguns, but imagine all the times where Call of Duty was like you can gain more XP if you actually like use a different gun. Like okay, this this week you have to get kills with an LMG or you have to get kills with a sniper. Um, I think they do that to kind of just like change your experience because if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it gets very repetitive and it kind of just turns you off that way versus just like doing different missions. Um, I had, this is my, this is how my payday three experience went. So like getting into the first game, I've never played a payday game before in my life, but 
I was like up here. I'm like, this is fun. I had a lot of suspense in me when we lock picked the first lock and we kind of snuck in and around the security and stuff like that. And then you kind of get a little movement. You're sneaking around. You're holding hostages. You're being stealthy. That's fun to me. Everybody's communicating. You're kind of on the same page and you guys are just working that. Someone's taking out cameras. Someone's getting the guard. Um, and I like that sort of like teamwork to be stealthy and get rewarded for it. But as the night kind of went on, I was kind of just up here and it just kind of just went like this, like in this and this, and it may have like plateaued a little bit, but then it went back down. Um, but that's just me for the mere fact that the missions could just get boring if you do the same one over and over and over again. Yeah. And it also depends on <clears throat> what mission that you actually do as well, because um, you like you said, you could go ahead and you could do a mission and you could fail it at the very end. And if you fail at the very end, you don't get your money. You don't get your loot. You just spend 40 hours doing nothing. Uh, you could also change the difficulty. I decided to play on normal. I don't know what you played on, uh, but at the same time, you play on the hard difficulty, you might get more money. But if it doesn't pan out the way it is, you're going to lose out on all that loot and everything that you work on. Yeah, the time. Um, I will kind of like change the subject for the second for a second real quick, and then we can go back into it. I thought the character customization was cool to an extent. They give you a lot of cool stuff if you end up grinding the game and getting the levels for it, but this is where I'm at with it. And you guys could call me out and you guys could say what you got to say. What is the intent or the reason to grind this game to get to a level a hundred to get to a level 150? What do you gain besides cosmetics and guns and everything else? Because if I have to do the same mission of going into the same bank and throwing a grenade through the window and popping <laughs> the first accountant that I see, that's not fun to me, honestly. That's just like you're doing that over and over and over again, and I feel yeah. like it's just a repetitive thing. They have different missions as well, but it, it comes to a point, too, where it's like, okay, that going through the night, that mission, the first mission, like the first level, that gave us 100, 100K. 100K, the most XP possible. So we kept playing that. Something like the jewelry heist, we only got about a 50K payout, it was a little bit harder. It kind of got boring. Like, why would you want to do the 50K payout if you don't get the XP experience that you want? So you're sitting there and just grinding the same thing over and over and over again. And I just feel like it just kind of gets repetitive and not fun. Uh, but I, I, I do really love the character customization, though. I'm kind of going back to that. But the character customization is pretty cool. They have a lot of different characters, mask, stuff like that. You can kind of give your gun camo. Uh, different types of colors. Yeah, it looks like a Call of Duty build, like build out. There's a lot of uh, a lot of different options, which is nice. That's a good thing. The masks. I think the masks are cool. I think that's like a cool, unique, uh, unique feature compared. Right. They got cool little jumpsuits. They got cool little suits and ties. They definitely like looking at when I when I started playing a lot more and I was able to customize my character. I think that's when I started having a lot more fun with it too, because I'm creating my character the way I want him, and I was like, oh, my character just looks way more like way more souped up and way more like scarier and dope that like i want to keep on leveling it up but it's just it, it it plays so bad like it's just super hard to get into a match and everything um yeah i i agree i think the server issues will i mean they'll 
there's always server issues, but it was the server issues was really bad at release. Right. Um, I'm really concerned about the online only and like, I mean, my it was extremely choppy. I turned everything off, everything to the lowest uh, graphical setting. Though I will say, like when I was when it was on the highest, it looked good. Like it it looked pretty good. The details, um, the physics looked good. Uh, like I it. I was definitely like immersed while I was playing it, which is nice. Right. That's um, how, that's how I say I was, bro. Like I definitely got involved and I definitely dove deep into it when we were playing because it's it like again, it kind of goes back to what I've been saying all day and I feel like it applies to 95% of the games, but I feel like it also applies with this too that when you look at games, it's like what you make it because yeah, was it stupid to throw the grenade in the window and pop the one account? Yeah, but that's funny. And it makes the game funner when you do stuff like that. Like, yeah. Especially this, with the group. Especially was absolutely crazy for me to take a hostile and just lose out on the cash because I decided to blow him up next to a propane tank? Absolutely. But it's funny. It's fun. Like, you it's know a what fun I'm group game. Yeah, yeah it's a, definitely a fun group game. And, like, you can make it for what it is. Um, I do have reports here that they are trying to put in an offline mode due to the start being that bad. But how many games are going to come back from this type of like bad launch? We we looked at like Cyberpunk was able Cyberpunk. to gain their audience back. I don't see a game like Payday getting that audience back. Redfall is definitely not going to get it back. Redfall uh, might not ever get that audience back. I would hope. If I th- they, they, they would have to revamp that game. So like the DLC has to be better. It has to be 60 frames. Like I, the, I feel like the, the, the hole is way deeper for Redfall than it was for cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was just full of bugs. It played bad, but I mean, eventually they were a patch or two away from fixing it. All right. Redfall's still trying to patch and fix their game, and they can't. And they just keep on saying, like, oh, in due time. And it's like, hey, bro, it's not in due time. Like, you had us waiting for so long. Like, you, the damage is done. You should have just not released it, and then we would have been like, all right, cool. But now that you released it and only 17 people are playing the game, those are the only 17 people that are going to get hyped for something like Redfall. Right. You see something <laughs> like this, and the right. ratings on Steam are just poorly bad. It has 33%. Well, hold on. It says it is currently has a rating of in quotes, mostly negative um, reviews with just 33% positive reviews out of nearly 27,000 reviews. So two thirds of people are like, no, yeah. Two thirds of the people are like, yeah, this just isn't the game that you should be playing for, for new players uh, like us. This, this definitely turns me off to like wanting to come back to it or, or try earlier ones. Cause it, to me, it felt like I was playing like reverse rainbow six. Like I was just, breaking in and it's like the team versus the environment you know it's like a pve versus a pvp type environment so i think it's got a lot of potential for like silly moments and if you're trying to be like funny with friends content type of thing because you can just troll the mission right They're like hey we're doing great everything's stealth and then you watch you know what i do here and that's like ruin it for everyone <laughs> It's just so many exclamation the bots points. Were like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see the frames drop right as I saw the exclamation points yeah. popped up. Uh, well, I did yeah, think there's some I mean, cool that details. Maybe, that was um, a little bit taxing well, on the computer. When yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought there's some cool details, like the die packs on the money. I thought was cool, like to disable that. Um, there are multiple ways yeah, you little... can break into the. You know, you could 
when I did it, I obviously woke up every you know NPC in the game at the same time. So I had to use thermite from the second floor, but you could probably sneak in another. I mean, they had multiple options. So you can kind of play the way you want to play. And if you mess up in the stealth thing, you don't have to restart the game. Like you just have to do it in like a shoot 'em up way now. I think one of my favorite things that the game actually did was the game had little like objectives to do during your run. You're like, okay, you break in and you get a few hostages and you're kind of, you're kind of shooting your way at this point because you got caught. But then it's like, okay, now that you got caught, you have to go ahead and find a hostile in 30 seconds and you have to trade them in to get a little bit more Mm. money. Or it's like now... It gives you time and stuff. You're a little little bit more in and it's like, okay, now is time that the game is telling you to throw some thermites, get get inside of the hole and go ahead and grab the loot, lockpick, all that stuff. Make sure you got to go out, uh, go outside, give them the money. But if you go outside and give them the money, by that time a juggernaut's in there trying to kill you. Um, And then... You're, there's a sniper on the roof and it it could be very intense than it's what chaotic, we're really showing sure. it is very chaotic but i think the game if it didn't have the matchmaking problems it would actually be a very fun game uh and that's what sucks when it comes to reviewing this one i just feel like i could sit there and say it was fun and that it was a good time but i feel like the opportunity was just so missed with this one it was just so they it could have been so much better than what it was, and they just kind of flopped on the situation. Yeah, I think the I think the payday fans, because they made three of them, so obviously there's a crowd for it. I think the payday fans will stick with it and kind of ride it out. Um, but as it is, I with this release, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more difficult to to try to capture new players. My question to you on a scale from one to ten, what would you give payday three? As as is right now, like a probably like a six, six point five. That's where I'm at. I'm sitting at like a six right now because, like I said, I had it. I it's it's hard for me to. I can't sit there and lie to you guys and say I had the worst experience ever because the experience I had was actually very fun. And I think if you do have a group of three people, it's fun and you with guys friends. are on, if you have a group of three people and you guys are on Game Pass, make a night out of it. Make a night out of it. Trust me, it's not sincerely that bad to where it's like you should just avoid it at all costs. But just know that this game is really based on server-ish, like servers. So if you have server issues, you're not going to be get into a game at all. And that you just – it's going to be a bad night and you're just going to be sitting there all day trying to get into a game. Because I, I, ended, I had that experience near the end of the night where we just couldn't get into matchmaking and all the bugs but if you could get past that if you could find your way getting into a game once you're in the game it plays very fun and you can make a good time out of it the maps are cool they're big yes and everyone can like do their own thing and if you yeah. like if you take it seriously you can really coordinate from right. four different directions all and, at the same time and yeah. we talked about it like the first episode you have to rob the bank you're sneaking in the bank you're robbing the bank that's where they have a lot of money one of the mess- ones I played, uh, I showed it here, is basically on a construction site, and there's construction workers everywhere that you got to sneak around them, and you got to plan an EMP. That one was very cool. And then on this one, this one you actually had to steal from a jewelry store. So every time you stole a piece of jewelry, or like you found like a big piece of jewelry, you got money from that. So like they obviously switch it up on that aspect of the game to where like you could play different levels and stuff like that if you can get into them. 
But as I said before, I feel like there's also a reasoning to where like some more levels are going to get played more than others because you're going to gain more XP through certain game modes than just the ones that are just fun. So right. you got to kind of balance that out. Yeah. yeah, six for me. Six, six to six and a half, somewhere in six there. For, I think I'm at a solid six too. Yeah. I, I, I hope if they end up getting like an offline mode or if they end up fixing this server issues that they have, because I mean, the game is still very early. I mean, it's only a weekend. So like, let's just hold our breaths for a little bit. If they fix the game. I would probably hop back on and give it a second chance. So. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm with you. Hey, we've been doing this show for a long time, man. <laughs> How many collective hours? 25 episodes. 25, 25 episodes. Someone has to go back and look at when me and Pete started, man. That was episode number 54 in the books, y'all. We've done it. We've done one full day. One full a day of podcast. That's sick. That's pretty, cool. That's pretty cool. Sick, man. Thank you guys for another episode of Gaming Gone Where. This is number episode number 54. I appreciate everybody that sat in, kicked it with us, and listened to our uh, bad review on Payday 3. As in bad review, I meant like the game being bad. Um, Seriously, you guys mean the world to us. We tell you guys at the end of every show because we seriously appreciate it. Uh, here on Know Your News in general, we uh, we talk about a lot of stuff, not just gaming, but we also talk about sports. We also talk about weird news, and we also talk about what's going on with the Kardashians on the Ludacris report. Um, I'm pretty sure they talk about more than that. But oh, okay. uh, I was like, we did? Yeah. I forgot that episode. I would, I would, they just did an episode with Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift talking about that. So I'm actually going to go back and watch that because I think that'd be a cool episode to watch. Um, so you guys should definitely check that out. If you guys want more of Gaming Gone Weird, we go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. Make sure you guys leave a like. Uh, it really does help. And uh, make sure you guys tell a friend. All the views, all the likes, all the comments, that does mean the world to me. Pete, tell the people what you're working on, what you're going to be doing, and uh, what you're going to eat before a bedtime snack. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Ghost Stories Gaming on everything uh, or not Ghost Stories, uh, depending on the platform. But if you just search not, uh, Ghost Stories Gaming, I will show up. I am continuing my Let's Play of Baldur's Gate, which I still think is uh, fantastic. We just started Starfield today, if I like it enough. Um, I'm gonna start a start uh, let's play with uh, with Starfield as well because I think streaming at time in those those games will carry me for a really long time. Um, as far as let's plays, I really like doing the let's plays. Um, as far as the streams go, that's live on YouTube, uh, and then just making short form content on TikTok and post on Twitter. Thanks for coming, Pete, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, guys, my name is Nick Tanner. If you guys don't know I know who I am, I review video games from AAAs to indies to anything that I'm playing. If you guys like that type of content, or as Tim would say, the reviews that come out five years after the actual game comes out, uh, make sure to check me out on YouTube at You Love Nick Tana for all that type of stuff. And if you guys want to see my gaming takes or any opinion that I have on YouTube, I or YouTube on Twitter, I'm at You Love Nick Tana on Twitter. So make sure you guys check that out below. I do stream a lot of my games on Twitch as well. So if you want to watch me play your favorite game, Go to Twitch. Um, I will. I am right now playing Solar Ash, but after that, we will be working on Sea of Stars and Spider Man is coming out soon. So stay tuned. Get your popcorn ready. And uh, until next time, this has been Gaming Gone Weird. We're out. Good night, everybody. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.